Uh, so Zach, tell me on on a scale of non-sat to sat, how did you find this episode of Lois and Clark? If non-sat is bad and sat is good, then very sat. Very sad. All right. We're starting strong here today. Lois and Clark is our jam. We're talking about Terry Dean and Superman. We'll cover it all. At least we'll do what we can. And now it's time for the show. John Shea goes a long way. He <laughs> <laughs> truly, like, I, as always with him, so many of my notes are just like quotes, just scenes like transcribed out. <laughs> just because I just love his dialogue so much. Um, Trisha was not like with me totally on that last week. Um, she, she was not as big a fan as John Shea. So I'm glad that we're ending his tenure with someone who appreciates his performance as much as I do. Mm. But welcome back. To Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Truex, and I am joined once again by Mr. Zach Moore. How are you, sir? Happy to be back in Metropolis. It's a good time <laughs> to be here, and uh, I am I am honored to be a guest on the end of John Shea's on-screen time on the show. Put a little asterisk yes, on that, right? It always has to be the asterisk. <laughs> It's so weird because, like, I don't know what he was doing at this time. Like, do we know when? Did you Plays. ever watch Mutant X? <laughs> What'd you say? Plays, I guess. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, uh, the thing about Mutant X, like, I, I, I remember flipping through the channels, you know, because it be on these syndicated broadcast time yeah, slots. Yeah, like I'm the like, same is that, time that like is that Andromeda Lex Luthor? And... <laughs> yeah, Andromeda right. and Xena and all that stuff. Xena, exactly. And I'm like, is that Lex Luthor? And then I brought you for a few minutes. I'm like, this show doesn't look that good. And I turn it off. <laughs> but um, it's funny. They must have filmed that in New York or something, right? Because that was his whole deal. Like, I live in New York. Oh. I do play, right? I, but See, I, assume I don't know. I thought that was a Canadian show. It's, it just it seemed like such a Canadian show. But maybe maybe they filmed it in, like, closer to New York. <laughs> like, I don't know. Because okay. that's his whole deal, right? He was like, I want to be, which is fine. But he's like, I live in New York. I'm going to do plays in New York. He did the one season, and he went back to doing that stuff. Or maybe maybe he was like, you know what? I, I want a TV show paycheck. I'm going to do Mutant X now. Yeah, I think it's that. So I'm looking at Mutant X. Um, it filmed in Toronto, Ontario. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know why I specified. <laughs> um, but um, it, it started in 2001 and went to 2004, which is nuts to me that it had three seasons that was but, that um, late man in my head that's like late 90s as same here okay that's why i'm like maybe he was busy with how that. small but, though um, why did you not get john shea that makes me more upset that he <laughs> right he's clearly willing to go up to <laughs> toronto wow, is just yeah, that train ride away from new york i guess toronto deal with that a second though mutant x i'm loving this lois and clark podcast by the way <laughs> uh, mutant x started the same year as smallville that's nuts. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. So interesting. And it is a Marvel show, but it isn't. But they got sued, but it's not. Hmm. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, we've got John Shea. He's back. back. <laughs> For the end of everyone's favorite wedding saga. And yet, not the end of it at all. We are in episode three of the clone amnesia first wedding arc. And, uh, and frankly, I'm so glad that we did the last two episodes as one. We're going to do the next two episodes as one, too. But this felt like an occasion that we should slow down and really, really celebrate, you know? 
Yeah. And we haven't really talked about this in depth, and obviously I haven't heard the ones that have come out yet because you record these all in advance. So I, I'm really curious <laughs> to discuss all this with you because this is a this is one of the things when people people that know enough about Lois and Clark, you're like, oh yeah, there was like clones and frogs and stuff, right? And she didn't frogs. get married. Like that is. That just seems to be a general fandom knowledge of what happens, and that seems to be a, a signpost of when things start to go off the rails. Is that is that a correct? That's totally assessment? my feeling. I remember as a kid, Terry Hatcher putting that first frog in her. I do too. Mouth I, and I, being the, like the frog legs. What yeah. we are off the map at this point, <laughs> and it's like it's feelings like that. It's the mixture of that feeling and just nostalgic love and aesthetic love and all that for the series that made this podcast happen, but it's truly just like, how do you get to that? Mm-hmm. And uh, you weren't here, but last week, Trisha and I did some research and like talk of cloning and frogs and DNA, or it was lizards, I think in real life, but like DNA was in the air in like November of t- the November before these episodes aired. So it's like, Oh, it was ripped from the headlines type thing. Like Dolly the sheep this. or something was. Yeah, ex- exactly. She was born if not this month, but like the month after of that, year that it that it um premiered i'm not saying words right but truly around that time truly ripped from the headlines yeah thank god too right where are you in lois and clark right now i sent you some dvds you were keeping up last we spoke um but like have you rewatched up till here have you gone past it by any chance like i have not gone past it i have i did kind of a a full court press recently to, to catch up uh and and I have as of this moment I have seen every single episode of Lois and Clark <laughs> up to this moment. I had some gaps, and uh, and, and I got, I'm glad you asked me that because because I've, I've realized this like watching all of Lois and Clark, watching obviously Superman and Lois, which is currently airing, uh, mm-hmm. Smallville, which is my deal, uh, and then on my Patreon for my Smallville podcast, we're doing the commentaries on the Superman movies. I was like, I have never been. <laughs> so just immersed <laughs> in Superman than I am right now. And, it, and it's pretty exciting. Yeah. And I think when you watch all this stuff, like simultaneously, you know, you, you appreciate the different versions for what they are. Right. Because it's so totally. easy to kind of get, you get locked in your like, well, Smallville did it this way. I don't know what they, right. what are they doing over here? Um, but when you see all the different versions, you, you appreciate it. You know, and there's, there's definitely something I can truly say is there's definitely something to love in every version of Superman. And uh, it, it's a great time to be a Superman fan. But having access to all these things, having new things coming out, it's, it's exciting. And, um, yeah, so I am up to speed on Lois and Clark. You were also, like, you had a real good, like, kind of nerdy trifecta here. Like, you went to a con for the first time the other day, yes. which we haven't really talked about. But, like, what was that like? That's true. So, so in Houston, they have their biggest comic convention. It's called Comic Palooza. Uh-huh. And so I went to that. Uh, Lance Laster, uh, who is on the show a few weeks Guest ago with the you, show, yes. host of Always Alone to Arrow and part of the Always Alone to family. Uh, we, we went to Comic Palooza, and Michael Rosenbaum was there. Got to meet him again. He gave me a new bump in, which is pretty exciting. So that'll be awesome. That'll be uh, leading uh, episodes <laughs> for uh, I got to Terry Hatcher's on cameo, man. I'm going to be two hundred dollars <laughs> poorer, but yeah, keep going. Totally worth it. And. Uh, Dave Ramsey, there was there. Not, uh, David Ramsey, I should say. That it's uh, that. Yeah. Do you know who Dave Ramsey, the I'm debt free guy, is? Is no. he a big deal what? in California? There's a guy called no. Dave Ramsey. He's like a financial guru. Okay, he has like a oh, podcast. All that. No idea. And he has a radio show, and the catchphrase is his catchphrase is when somebody gets out of debt. It's like I'm debt free. So whenever. <laughs> 
Whenever David okay. Ramsey, who plays Diggle on Arrow, comes up, <laughs> yeah. people are like, Dave Ramsey? I had this whole conversation with like, Sarah. No. <laughs> She's, it's like, uh, 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 you're going to see who? <laughs> but anyway, he was there. Uh, so those, those t- to me, those are the big names. There were some uh, anime names there. Uh, Katie. Sure. Uh, I mean, no, I'm, Diggle and Lex are, are pretty good names. Like, yeah. Uh, that's a good get. Katie Sackoff from uh, Mandalorian, BSG, Battlestar Galactica, and The Flash was there. (laughs) That's funny. You say that name, and all I think of is Starbuck, and I'm amazed that was second. Yeah. And. But like, what, like, like Texas, so probably, but like Masks Off? Like, what was the whole. Did it feel good? Did it feel like everyone's just like coming out? Of you know their house for the first time in forever. I felt like, and it's, you know, this is one of the biggest things I've been to since the as the pandemic yeah. winds down. Knock on wood, right? And you know, masks are optional. Some people wear masks, some people not. You know, and I, okay. I feel like it was a pretty good balance, and it didn't feel really packed either. Like, it didn't, you know, yeah. you know how some of these yeah they probably get. throttled admittance. Yeah. I'm not sure if they throttled admittance. But I think maybe it was so last minute, you know, because that this was this mm. didn't really come together for the last month or two. I, I, at least to my knowledge, uh, that's when they started announcing guests and stuff like that. So there uh, wasn't like a huge crowds or anything that that, yeah. that I've seen comparing it to other things I've been to. So it was cool. It was cool to be out there again. I picked up some. I, I felt comfortable walking around with with people. It was it was it was it was interesting. You don't think about being in giant crowds again, you know, until you are. No. Um, yeah. And especially for stuff like this, frivolous things. <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, and uh, I went to a wedding, but I had to because yeah. I need to talk to family again. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's other yeah. events, work situations, uh, family sure. holiday situations. But but just being a giant thing of people inside is, is kind of. I mean, I've been to I've been to baseball games and stuff. But that's outside, you know. So it's a, it's still a yeah. different vibe. So yeah, it was. Um, I, I felt fine. It, it was. It seemed to be it felt well, normal. Well, the return to normalcy is in full effect, and ah, uh, that's so nice. And there's something about just going around at these conventions, and I, and man, you know, there's at least sixty to seventy percent of the stuff that's there I just don't care about, you know, which is fine. Right. There's something for everybody, but it's so cool to walk around. I picked up some some collectibles, some older things that I found, you know, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like no one else would care about this, and but this is the only it's, unless you want to go on eBay, right? This is the only place you can find stuff like that. Right, that's the get though. Like that's the excitement of of a con and just walking the floor and that type of thing. I'm mm-hmm. just like I saw pictures of you there, and I'm like, that looks. So normal, like I can't wait for just like a small one, even you know. The the one I will say, and, and we can uh, Lois and Clark coming soon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I will say, the one I guess kind of pandemic restriction was there was no selfies with the talent. Uh, oh, so that okay. was a little unfortunate. But I I told I understand. You have your picture with everyone. So yeah, I, okay. I, I would. I did. I dressed up. I had the Hal Jordan Green Lantern thing going on. I had this, this yeah, yeah, yeah. fighter jacket and this. Uh, I had a uh, Green Lantern ring on and a Green Lantern shirt. And I was like, oh, if I meet uh, David Ramsey, I'll get a picture with sure. him as Green Lantern. But it was like, well, you know, I, Lance got the professional picture with him, so that's what he got. But I wasn't, you know, he wasn't on Smallville, yeah, so that. I'm not going to shill out for a <laughs> professional <laughs> picture. So next time around, I'll, I'll but but uh, yeah, I had a good chat with him. And, and so <laughs> you mean Lance, everything, so. but you also mean nothing to me. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Why? So you know, but uh, long story short, it was a good con. I'm looking forward to to those uh, coming back. Cool, cool. I, I had to like that was just us catching up. Like I had to ask you about that. Sure, we, we haven't talked, and that that looked so fun. Um, but shall we jump back into 1996 Metropolis here? Let's do it. Let's do it. Seconds, episode 317, written by John McNamara, a longstanding producer, writer. Um, story by Corey Miller and Philip W. Chung, which, Zach, we talked a little bit about this last time. We're really going to get into it in the next episode. 
Um, but there were some hijinks with this arc. Originally, um, when episodes were announced at, at like sweeps in, in November of 95, there was going to be, it was clearly going to be a three episode arc. Um, the network, the story is that the network pushed it and they specifically wanted amnesia. They wanted seven episode arc and the writers were like, uh, no, we can't do that, but we can, we'll do this amnesia thing and keep it going. Um, so it's interesting to me that there is the distinction between written by and, you know, story here where it just feels mm. like it was assigned to writers of like, figure out how this one works. You know, like it's less of a, less of a room conversation and more of a, like, we just need two people to just like sit down and hammer out the logic of this story. You know, this is all conjecture, but that's what it felt like to me. <laughs> well, it, it does. It has become more serialized. I mean, they've been working yeah, towards out that, of nowhere, but it's like, no, no. Every episode is literally a continuation of the next. Cause this is, this yeah. is kind of the third part per se mm-hmm. of what had happened. But, but, then, but even before that, so much had been kind of leading into one another, but, but especially this, I, you know, because this is where my knowledge gets a little foggy to, as opposed to, you know, some vague childhood memories of like <laughs> new Krypton and things like that. I, I know a little bit of what's coming, right? Mm-hmm. But I was like, Oh, she, uh, she still has amnesia. I thought they were going to wrap this up. <laughs> but, oh God. No, no, it's two, two episodes of like really, really bad television. And then, then they wrap it up. It, it's weird. You're right. Like earlier this season, like the last episode you were on, don't tug on Superman's cape went directly into Ultra Woman, and there was like they were toying with that, like you're saying. But for the most part, they had never done just like a big standalone arc, and mm-hmm. that's what they start doing a little bit more of, where it's like two or three episode arc, filler, 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 two or three episode arc, you know, like that type of mm-hmm. model, um, because it went so well the first time <laughs> here. Now, and and you might have talked about this last time, so forgive me if I'm retreading stuff, but. They wanted them to get married for real, but then DC Comics yes. said, no, we're going to kill Superman. You have to postpone. Uh, the, DC wanted to marry him, marry them. The show was announced, and they're like, oh, that's a great idea. We want to do it together, though, so wait. And then the, the death of happened. That's right, because the death then, was when the show came out. I got you. I follow you. Yes. Then the theory is that of that three-episode arc that we were talking about, there's a possibility there was going to be a real wedding here in mid-season three. And the comics were like, fuck you. We're not ready. So they had to like stretch it out a little bit more. Which is an odd time to do something like that, like mid-season. It's like a premiere yeah. or a finale, right? Or I guess February Which sweeps. Which is why like, oh, yeah. I'm going to say that's all conjecture. There's 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 two fan articles from redboots.net that um, that I'm getting this from. I don't know how much stock I put in that, but that is that is a going theory. I agree mm-hmm. with you that it's kind of weird to do it mid-season three and not have any sort of hijinks happen to, you know, push this ball further down the field. Right. <laughs> Sports. <laughs> I got real worried. I was like, court? No, 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 no. But you know what? What it did bring us was John Shay. Now, do you, do you, how did he get back into this? Did, was no stories there. Like there's so little from him of like how this all happened, which is why like, you know, we've heard that story of he wanted to go back and be in New York and do plays. And like, maybe he just didn't want to be on the show, but he wanted to be friendly. And like, he's never said a bad word about the show. Quite the opposite. In Mm -hmm. fact, he 
he talks lovingly about his experience and the yeah I've seen those you know, con Shakespearean elements yeah, of, the, yeah. the conventions uh, th- that he's been to I mean those were from years yeah. ago so maybe yeah. you know, if he comes to another one we all gotta go we gotta <laughs> let's, we gotta I, drop what we're thing. doing <laughs> he's in chance. Illinois I'm like let's go you know <laughs> I don't care but it's so interesting um, to me that like obviously he was there for a season he did his time he came mm-hmm. back they and and it was unlike on Smallville where they were like. Hey, you're gonna come back, right? Like, no, I'm not. Rosa, like, you know, it's mm. it's similar in that way where Lex always leaves <laughs> these shows, right? Seemingly. But like in season eight, like they were very clearly like, all right, we're gonna keep teasing Lex, we're gonna keep teasing Lex. No, I'm talking Smallville now, right? We're gonna keep right, teasing we'll Lex. get him for an episode. We'll and then like an they get about halfway through, and it's like, hey guys, he's not coming back. <laughs> so then they have to spoilers for Smallville, uh, kill him off <laughs> with a stunt double, Darth Lex. We'll get there in our podcast, and obviously on Smallville. I can't wait. I can't wait for Darth so. Lex. So clearly they were like threw them out and then season nine there was no lex luther so like we're not messing right. with that we're not that's not you don't get fooled again okay yeah <laughs> so and then season 10 they thought the we whole, all got fooled we all, yeah they thought they, yeah. he was gonna be back in the season premiere they thought he was gonna be back for this clone they were gonna like the last minute they had to like they planned to come back they didn't think he was they had to swerve they turned a lex clone into superboy it was all this crazy stuff and then eventually he comes back in the finale so i say that right. to say with lois and clark they seem to have some <laughs> understanding like okay we're gonna Tashiar is going <laughs> to right. resurrect Lex. We're going to see a creepy mannequin in a thing, right? There's a there's a buildup, right, in season two when he mm-hmm. comes back. And then even here... We have him. Like, yeah. we know John's coming. Yeah. Yes. So, and then even here in season three, they even, like, can't, like, hey, his his son. Like, they, they keep bringing him up and mentioning him. And right, yeah. There's enough where, like, and then definitely by the time we get to the wedding, they do, like, the whole... What's up, John Shea, when he comes back on the show, he loves ripping makeup off his face, doesn't he? I know, I love it. How many times has he ripped a face off his face? So it just seemed more um, like everyone's on the same page with him in the show. And and that's like, hey, good. That's good to see. It makes me feel good. <laughs> I agree. I, I And you're right. Like, again, they're, they're toying with serialness, but, like, you get the feeling that if they were a little more sure of it, we might have gotten prolonged, you know, teases of Lex. And I talked about it with Trisha last week. Like, I wish we had gotten more... Like the wedding episode where it's just like, he is pulling strings. He is still a force in their life. We don't see him, but we know it's him. You know, like that type of, that type of deal I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we're starting with the fanfare, a previously on montage, and then a, what I'm calling a wantage. A wantage. <laughs> That's genius. Nailed it. Uh, with Wanda's like flashbacks of the last couple episodes. Did you notice that like throughout this episode, when they do flashbacks from her perspective, like so much of it is season two and one, like with with Bob Lois. Oh, I missed the hair so much. I was like the hair, the hair. I know. Uh, there it is. There. Oh. Yeah, and and a lot of them were uh, scenes that she wasn't in or had no perspective on, like like Lex right. flying around as Super Lex from the season as one Super finale. Lex. Like that's well, like I saw what they were going for, and it actually it kind of. It works to the fact that, like, she's very confused. And, like, yeah, she had right. a wedding with Lex. She had a wedding with Clark. But she wasn't at that wedding. So that's why she's remembering that. That's the weird, <laughs> yeah. I get what they were doing. But There's... we're going to use stock footage of that wedding with Clark because we need something. <laughs> the, 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 the montage is a funny way to put it. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but wake up and, and we're exactly as we were last episode. The, like, she is in the secret lair. She can't remember anything. She's telling Lex how uh, she hates it when people tell her their dreams uh, I think I do you know like it's all this like very weird it, I've never seen an episode of the old Beauty and the Beast show but I feel like this is what it looked like like we're always in a <laughs> in a sewer lair I, I was getting family opera vibes for sure what's a life yeah. yeah exactly totally 
you're waiting for the candelabras to come up mm-hmm. from the floor or the water or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's just, it all felt so off to me. And like, to his credit though, Lex is playing this part and doing the like, we're too good for this world and we just have to hold on for a little bit longer our love will sustain and that type mm-hmm. of thing. Like, I, I love him playing quote unquote Kent here. Yes. <laughs> Where he I, I, I made a note of that too. We're, we're just too good for this world. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, so like, later on, he's got a line of like, you know, I, I value life more than anyone, but we have to. And it's just like, you're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> you almost just killed the guy that, Sold you the gun, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, we got grumpy Superman back at Clark's apartment. I, I don't know if this was an acting choice or a directing choice, but it's like, hey, act like you're eight years old and you literally just lost yeah. the game, right? <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so weird. It's so juvenile when he comes in. Like, yeah, cause, the weight cause of Superman the world comes, should be on his shoulders. Superman and comes just like, in oh, and man. Martha and, and Jonathan are like, hey, how you doing? So he's like, oh, oh that funny thing. Yeah, he's layer. We both just put our like shoulders <laughs> forward and lumbered a little bit. A pouty child um, is what you, <laughs> what yeah, is happening here. And he he brings up like my point every time I watch the end of the previous episode, where it's just like I should have just grabbed her. Like I should have. It must have been a trick. Why didn't I just do it? And the Kents are like, you know, doing the like. Oh, she said she didn't love you or whatever. But I'm like, I'm totally with them. You know, Lois loves you. This all feels w- weird. Get out of there and figure it out. I don't know. Where do, you, where do you fall on that? Yeah, because Lex didn't have any leverage on him, right? Didn't have no. any kryptonite, didn't have any weapons, didn't have anything. He was just driving a car away. Yeah, you know? if, he, if he doesn't have Lois in, in that case, he's got nothing. So Yeah, So, it, but we got to extend this drama. You know? I know, I know. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I, I, it's, um, I don't like the whole amnesia thing. It, it's Amnesia is one... Is, Look, I have a whole amnesia count over on my podcast, and it's absurd, right? <laughs> amnesia is one thing, but then the whole, like, I'm going to take on the identity of a fictional character I created. I'm like, this, the question that we've been asking recently, Matt, or I don't know, maybe the whole time for you, who is the show mm. for? <laughs> it feels very soap opera-esque. Yes. To, to, to Literally, get, you get bonked on the head, and you have a whole different life right. personality. That's bizarre to me. So That's that's the thing about, like, the serializedness of these arcs, too, lend to that soap opera vibe even the the sewer phantom of the opera vibe <laughs> the the clones and soul talk and all that like it all feels very like we're in general sorry it all feels very like we're in general hospital but any moment now there's going to be a weather storm or weather <laughs> machine and you know magic dropping by and it's just it's all so strange to me that said this leads into the greatest lex superman scene of this series. Like, I, I, I love this so much. We get Lex coming in on an ultra or supersonic frequency mm-hmm. that only Superman can hear. Classic. Classic, classic Lex. Lures him to the park. There's 15 bombs all over the place, so Superman can't touch him. Um, there's a weird friends dig in the dialogue. Did you hear that? Like, yeah. Like, what is with these 20 something coffee and, shops? Yeah. What is the One appeal of those, of those places? Coffee hangouts, yeah. Which just felt like the writers really bitter about the new hot show on the lot. You know? as, as they're sitting like right in front of the Friends Fountain, aren't they? Is, the Friends yeah, because I know that exactly. bench. I've been watching enough of this show where I know that bench is now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but uh, you're, this um, is a fantastic scene change with them. I love it. I, I love, um, you know, like Superman's obviously like posing or whatever. And 
um, Lex's line to him, just like, you don't think I love her? Like, how little you understand an ordinary man's heart. And for me, like, there it is. Like, that is, that is as core to Lex as you could possibly be. He is not... He is not the villain. He is the greatest man ever. And why doesn't, why do we respect this alien who could never understand us? You know, like I just love that they kind of got to that mm-hmm. for a for a split second here. Yeah, and even um, here he's like he gets the whole "you complete me" speech. He's like, isn't one of us just totally useless without the other? Or am I alone here? <laughs> you know, and, right. then, and during all this great dialogue, the hey, the direction and cinematography is fantastic. Awesome. It's super moody. We got him in two shots. We got like, like camera a 360 moving. like to around to them and the oh man yep. and the two profile shots and lighting and shadow. I'm like, this show, man, stepping it up when it needs to between these two characters. So this is this is a great yep. scene. I, I couldn't agree more. And then we get the like big the John Shea delivery that we're here for at the end, where like, you know, he he sets one of the bombs off and you know, like if if you uh, if you go after Lois, then this is war. So unleash hell and, on the. Uh, unleash hell on this earth, and and Superman's like, well, in that case, then this will be war, and uh, it sets him up for that. This is war line as Superman <laughs> flies off, and it's just like, yeah, this is the show I want, you know. Yep. But the the thing. And now just to go back down, like, and it, immediately after this too, we get like spinning newspapers of Luther destroys abandoned building and blah blah blah, you know, like. It's the show I want it to be. But throughout the episode, I'm like, why why narratively is it not fulfilling me as much as I want it to? Like, I know the amnesia thing is coming, but at, at the very least, like, this is a third act of its own story, you know? Like, why isn't it fulfilling? And I realized that despite the fact that we are, like, lousy with Lois Lanes in this episode, we don't have actual... Lois as a character mm. and I think that's what makes I think there's a vacuum there kind of for me I don't know did that pop out to you at all that's an interesting point I uh I mean there's so much else going on you know yeah. like with with Lex obviously takes up all this space we have like we have a clone Lois and we have you know the the yeah Wanda yeah we have Wanda's stuff going on we have you know Clark his secret getting revealed. You got all this stuff going. You have the cancer in this episode, you know. So mm-hmm. there's just it's really packed. But yeah, if you kind of step back, I, I see your point. And I guess where I thought about that as well, like I and I, you know, it's really do like the episode. We'll we'll rate it at the end, right? But it, it, it's <laughs> you know, it starts on this this amazing note, right? We start, we're talking about this fantastic scene between Superman and Lex Luthor. A, a building explodes and all this stuff, right? Yeah. And then it's like, all right, let's. This means war. Let's see it. And let's go. The rest yeah. of the time, it's just sneaking around in the shadows, <laughs> right? There's nothing. This is. It's all de- like action, like epic wise. Nothing matches this opening. So totally, totally, totally true. Like even even the building crumble at the end is probably the biggest that we get to, but it's it's nothing compared to even some of the the hokier stuff they've done, like you know missiles and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. Uh, like we said, spinning newspapers, and then we're hanging out at Star Labs, and we're getting what I believe, and correct me if I'm forgetting a Flash thing, is the first Star Labs prison. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is this is the pipeline before the pipeline. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, for all you modern Flash fans, um, I, it just kind of threw me for a second that I'm like, oh... Uh, they have a cell too, you know. Like, why not? I, I have to uh, take a moment to talk about the the set design of Star Lab, which which is just like <laughs> high school biology lab. Totally. 
mixed with the Smallville Medical Center too. Like there's a lot of teal and some purples and yeah. And it's the same. It's the same. We talk about it being a prison. It's the same room we have been seeing at Star Labs. They just have moved out a wall and moved in a plexiglass wall for Lois to be behind. It feels like the same like radio, or the same like lead shielded room that Superman was in when he was radioactive for a mm. second. You know that he like pulled out into space or whatever. Um, but yeah, we've got Clone Lois in there. Apparently, at the same time Superman was dealing with the building collapsing, uh, someone was trying to kidnap Lois. Uh, the only guy that saw her was Leonard, but his glasses got knocked off, which like not remembered in this episode totally. The minute that nerdy little guy comes in and is just like, oh, sorry, I didn't see anything because my glasses. I'm like, oh, you're a mole. I know it. You know? <laughs> Smelled him a mile away. Um, but they were there trying to kidnap Clone Lois. Clois, if you will. Clois, you say? <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I've never understood the, the... Let's unpack that for a second. Clois is the fan name for... Lois and Clark, mm-hmm. essentially. C-L-O-I-S right? is Clois. Then there's uh, the shipper name for right. Clark and Lois. Then there's Clois, right. C-H-L-O-I-S, which is the Chloe Sullivan's going to become Lois Lane. Yes. Folis? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Folis? Oh, I like Folis. Well, I don't know if there was a, you know, uh, what the message boards back in the day said online yeah. for this character, but froglet, frog, frog. <laughs> I, I like Phoas. I'll go back and forth with those. Okay. But um, Phoas is throwing a tantrum in her cell, sucking down frogs, mm-hmm. and just like wants to speak with Clark. He's finally there, obviously. And she is playing the cards that she has. You know, like she's like, I know what he's after. Only two people in the world can get it for him. And I'll tell you what it is when we go on a nice romantic walk through the city together or whatever, you know? Um, immediately we get Leonard on the phone with Lex telling him that, that, you know, Clark and Lois are going for a walk and they're getting close, which seems to be a part of Lex's plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it reminds him to put canisters uh, in the vault that night. So obviously, like, I, this is what I like about Lex. Like, the machinations are all at work. It's a lot of plotty stuff. Maybe that's why the other two guys had to go aside and, <laughs> and figure out the story. But, like, I enjoy that here. Uh-huh. And this is also where we get for the first time, you know, Wanda and Lex are down in their lair, and it's the first time that Wanda's like, "Oh, you called me Wanda. That that didn't feel right." You know, like I like her. I don't know. They're, they're teasing it a lot here, considering we don't get it, or we don't get real Lois back for two more episodes. But I like her it, starting to come to a little bit. The accent comes and goes, I guess, sometimes too. Like, oh, that like trucker. Hi, hey, dog. honey. Yeah, honey. You don't even know. Yeah. Uh, and oh, I think maybe at the end, jokes. too, where she's like, <laughs> oh, you called me a writer. Like, or like I want to be a writer. Like, I think she drops her accent She goes a to Lois bit. a yeah, little more. A little yeah, a little bit. It's subtle. I don't know yeah. if it's intentional, <laughs> but that's a little bit of that going on here. Yeah. It, it's true. Like, in general, Wanda's a lot more subdued in this episode. Yeah, than she was she last was. time. Yeah. <laughs> Bibbo really brought something out of her, you know? <laughs> um, but on, on Clark and Phoas's walk, uh, she lays out the plot that we already know. There is $200 million in a bank in Lois's name, and uh, the plan is that she'll go in and withdraw it and hopefully flush out Luther, which I liked that plan. I liked, I liked smart characters. I liked them assuming that you know, Lex is watching this money, and if something happens, he'll know about it, you know, mm-hmm. or pounce. Um, and then we get, like, 
I said there's no Lois in this episode, but they do a nice job of trying to find Lois and Clarky romantic moments between these two characters. It's just obviously he's not in love with the clone, but mm-hmm. I, I, I like her here asking, like, I'm helping you, right? So you love me? Like, love is helping each other, and I love you. Do you love me? Like, it's it's sweet. It's juvenile, and it's very simple, but I liked, I liked the attempt of it. I liked them trying to give this clone a little weight. Yeah, because she has the mind of a yeah, because she is the mind of a child, right? Because essentially, like, cause they, yeah. they 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 lean more into that here than I think they had, <laughs> you know, before. Because yeah. I mean, they they went from like wedding nights to, to like I'm an eight nine year old, which is stand a, by to be stunned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a change, um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, she's like I read it in a magazine. What love is helping people? <laughs> so that was. That was cute, and and you're you're right. Where he has to kind of like let her down easy. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, I I love Lois, and you're not her. And and they, you know, that that's actually the emotional beats of the episode. Actually, that the, the the core of it is is this character. Ironically, out of all the characters here, is this Lois, right? It's true. It's true. And she, it's it's funny because like, and maybe it tracks with what I'm about to say. Like you're saying, she's a lot more kid like here. And I think you're like, it almost feels like she's deteriorating as she gets, you know, into old age here, mm. essentially, as she's coming towards the end of her life cycle. Head cannon. I and like it. I like it. I, and well, at least it tracks for me with like, she gets rejected two or three times in this episode. And it's towards the end of this that she starts making, she makes a move for herself, you know, that obviously doesn't work out. But I like early on that she, she kind of takes rejection well. She's like, all right, well, find me a boyfriend who can fly and is as sweet as you, and we'll yeah. be okay. And but you know, like it's cute. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like I like how it's going here. I, I I like Phoebus way more than Wanda. I like that whole deal. Like if you if Agreed. you if you're gonna clone Lois, hey, look, the clone Lois story, fine, sure, do that. Mm-hmm. I could totally buy that. Uh, Lex is all about clones and all these things. Um, personality mindful sw- meditation or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> personality swaps because you hit a fire hydrant. <laughs> Not so much. So. The story, presumably, you haven't thought about in a while. Like, it was just Jimmy that was reading it the other day. Yeah, it's all, <laughs> whatever. Um, but we get long hair Lois again for just a second ah. as Wanda and Lex in brilliant disguises. Him just in a costume from Mutant X <laughs> and her in, like, a red red wig, basically, and glasses. Um, they knock over Star Labs and... She's into it. They trank She's the like, guards. She's like, this is exciting, and, yeah. Yeah, it feels good, and that type of thing. It's fun. Um, they trank Dr. Klein without, like, a minute of dialogue. But I did like that Lois, Wanda, excuse me, leans down and, like, checks his pulse, makes sure he's okay. Yeah, you know? and, did, did, and I thought maybe is she recognizing, like, being there and seeing him maybe all up for your interpretation sure. if, you'd, <laughs> if you want her to. She absolutely is. And I thought, you know, being, being the, the now dedicated fan to Lewis and Clark I am. I, I know that there's a kryptonite safe at Star Labs. Everybody knows mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, clearly this is what Lex is busted in to get. No. But no. <laughs> Ghost of Tony Curtis remains. And uh, we get two, like a steaming thing of two frozen clone fetuses. Mm-hmm. Um, which it's funny, just like happenstance over this weekend, I watched some Like It Hot with friends. And to hear Dr. Mamba talked about and to have watched him so recently after that it's just like oh man like you were making out with marilyn monroe one time and then you were hanging out with frog eating clones like what <laughs> happened dude well, tony curtis like i lois and clark has the most 
bizarre guest stars. Let me do yep. the most bizarre things. <laughs> Truly, President Fred Willard. President I'll leave it there. Um, I did like, and I just like this actor a lot. I did, liked Dr. Klein the next day being loopy from the Trank Dart. As, Is that why he's that as, way? Because I'm like, I know sometimes oh, he's totally. kind of played for laughs, and I'm like, he's not this no, he's incompetent. Not like he's, a, he's competent. Yeah, he's, he's okay. Yeah. Um, but it very much like a, I think you should lie down, Dr. Klein. You know, Clark, I'm going to go lie down. You know, it's just yeah, like that like, type did of... Did Luther do this? No, it was Luther. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, Dr. Klein. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this Justin Whalen's only scene in this episode? Yeah, do we, we don't have any scenes of the planet, do we? There's no scenes of the planet. We don't have Lane Smith in this episode. Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, oh. I come here to talk about Lane Smith's Perry White. He's not even in this episode. It's very disappointing. Know, sorry. So sorry. Oh, man. Uh, I think you're I right. I got you John Shea, though. That's so. true. I'll take that trade today. Uh, <laughs> but no, I think you're right. That's his only scene in this episode. So. Yeah, it's so weird. It's such a 90s scene of like, I came all the way across town to give you these <laughs> bank account numbers that I could have just showed to you at the planet or whatever. These are illegal. Oh, hi, officer. That right. Yeah, that was cute. I liked that. But yeah, it just felt like we, we need to get him in somewhere. Or we so, just need to get this information to Clark, whatever. Can you help me understand? Because they got, it's understood now. People are running around. Lois is missing, you know. This is following up the last time we saw the Daily Planet staff was in the last episode where Clark's like, you're not my wife. And then everybody's like, whoa, yeah. Clark. <laughs> Chill out, Clark. So what- For the most part, Perry and Jimmy were like, let's just give him a few days. <laughs> like- so is there any follow-up to that at all? No. They just, oh, okay. God, no. Absolutely not. Because then we're all worried about amnesia. amnesia for the next two episodes. Okay. So we've forgotten about that explosion. Yeah, okay. no, it's weird. I didn't even think that about that good. until you mentioned there was no Daily Planet here. I'm like, when's the last time we saw them? Oh, yeah, when Clark was about to just, you know, shake the truth out of her in front of everybody. <laughs> you and I can write the scene of Perry and Jimmy in, in Perry's office explaining, like, well, you never can know what's going on inside of a marriage from the outside. You know, like yeah. that. Every, they, they seem like such an ideal couple, but. <laughs> I, I know, Jimmy, but so did Alice now, once upon a time, you know. <laughs> All right, there's the scene. We're done. Um, <laughs> moving on. After another montage, we get montage. the return of Asabi. Man, when I saw Asabi, I was like, not only is that such a deep cut, but like, and I, I learned this from your podcast, Matt, it blew my mind. This is the Yen- first time I covered this episode. <laughs> yeah. This is Jensen from Iron Man. <laughs> yes, yes. Sean Tob, again, like just such a, like you're saying, like we're just, we're becoming serialized. We're getting continuity here every once in a while when we when we want to on this show and he is a wonderful example of that it's very much a like bring him back and talk about the thing we didn't know he was doing when we first met him you know i thought he was just letting snakes out i didn't know that was a part of like yeah he was his soul or anything (laughs) he was not meditating in the day and it's because in season one like they kind of they start with him in the pilot with the kind of cobra stare and and yes. and then they he kind of shifts into just like wearing just like suits and stuff at some point. But now we're back to like, hey, he's from the Far East and knows secrets, right? Right. <laughs> and then he's like replaced by Nigel very quickly. Yeah. Too. You know, like he's really not around that. And much. then Nigel's dead, of course. So after betraying Lex, yes. so who else does he have? Let's yes. go back to his. That's, that's amazing. I wish Smallville had continuity that good, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bug Boy came back in season ten. You know, like, there, there you go. Yeah, after dying. <laughs> it's fine. Um. I love Lex here. I like this rang true to Lex for me 
too. And let's talk about that, where like he's introducing Wanda to Asabi, and he's like, I used to, this man used to work for me. He was trying to teach me the ways of this cult. I didn't even catch the name. It all felt like mumbo jumbo to me, but I, I rejected his teachings, but I didn't understand, you know, the importance of metaphysics and that type of thing. Where like, that feels like Lex Luthor to me. Like in a DC comic thing, he'll believe in science up to a point, And once he's given, you know, proof of the paranormal or whatever, he'll pursue that. He'll go after the anti-life equation. He'll, mm-hmm. You know, he'll do these kind of crazy things for power. I liked that. I liked him embracing what you'd think maybe a man like him would be like, what, magic? You know, my, I know what my soul is. My soul is my brains and my, you know, my synapses and blah, blah, blah. Right. No, I, I agree. I like, definitely like Mr. Like, I only embrace science and I'm a man of science and all that, but but dabbling in these other things when, when it suits his purpose or when it can be proved tangibly to him. And, and as yeah, at this point, he's kind of desperate anyway. So he's got to turn <laughs> There's stuff that, to too. That, there is that. And here's where we get the namesake of the episode, I guess, this Greek definition of seconds, which I liked. I'd never heard this before this show, but the each... Each second is an arrow, the last one fatal. Um, and he uses that to introduce the idea that he's been growing clones from the embryos they stole last night. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to, like, what is Lex after here with her at this point? Like, he says at the he says he loves her, blah, blah, blah. But he's getting Wanda Detroit in a new body. Like, this is not Lois Lane anymore. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> his, his number one goal should be, like, for, I guess he's, these are all contingency plans. That's why he's still around being able to do these things because it's contingency sure. plans. But his, his goal should still be to get the, the $200 million out of the bank. Like, that should be... Still a plan, yes. Yeah, I mean, he, he's going to get there eventually, I guess, by, you know, by proxy of the other one. But, like, that should be your number one goal. Once you have that, then maybe figure stuff out. Because, Do whatever you want. Because, like, this does not solve, unless I'm missing something, this doesn't solve how Lois's memories are coming back. No. That, like, well, again, that's my whole thing. I'm like, he seems kind of content to take Wanda in a new body up to the mountains and escape for forever. And I'm like, that's not Lois. Like, let's, let's grant him that he loves her. You're getting nothing here. You're not getting someone like, just grow more clones at this point. Like this is yeah. Stupid, make, make you know? your alpha and because like there's alphas and beta clones, right? As he right. says later and just make a, make an alpha clone of Lois and you're, you're good. Yeah. Right? It'll be fine. And like, you know, your Lex Luthor brainwash the shit out of her, and you know, like it'll be well, fine. That's... <laughs> and this is, you know, my vague memories of what happens in these episodes. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this is the one <laughs> where Lex kidnaps Lois from the wedding and brainwashes her. <laughs> but... You would think, <laughs> just that would have made so much better sense than hitting you didn't your head know on a the fire hydrant. of the fire hydrant. Did you? No, <laughs> no, you're you right. His recall. ultimate plan, and that's that is what. And look, here's the deal with Lex, like his arc on this show, right? Like, I loved him the first season. He was the the, the post-crisis Lex. He's still the most consistent, long-term post-crisis Lex we've, like, we've had fighting yeah, Superman. Long-term. Mike Rosebaum yes. still always be my favorite, but, I mean, he's still not He's not fighting Superman. He's still young. He's still... So this is, like, your fully formed Lex, right? 
So that's cool. But then he like has his love triangle with Lois Lane, which is valid. I 100% like he would love Lois for just being Lois because she's like the most amazing woman of all time. Also, They're Superman. They're all attracted to the extraordinary. Yeah. All three of these people. Yes. And then, of course, oh, Superman's in her. Oh, well, I got to have that because Superman has that. And that's part of his complex. So I'm totally on board with that. This is this yep. is more like the, you know, the romance focused drama Superman yes. show. So lean into that. Great. So then he dies, you know, kills himself, which I'm totally think is on brand for Lex to kill himself. Top of the world. Yeah. <laughs> Mudge couldn't stop him from jumping off the top of the tower. <laughs> Luther, no. <laughs> and and then he comes back. Like, I totally buy He has this dark science, right? And he has Tasha Yar resurrecting mm-hmm. him, like, over time. That All takes great. Time, comes back. He loses his hair. They did the thing, right? Mm-hmm. I love yeah. his, I love how long and crazy his hair is now. It's like a Lionel Luther thing on Smallville. We're like, I, it's back, yeah. so I'm going to really grow it out now. I'm never going to um, cut it again, man. So he comes back like that, goes to jail. He gets out here. What does he have left, right? He's We've now become like the – we've done the whole arc of like kind of what the DCAU did, you know, where it's like he's businessman guy, and then he's like crazy scientist guy in Justice League because right. he's been – break him he, down. He, yeah, he's been completely, you know, outed and, and shamed and, mm-hmm. you know, cut off from stuff. So he's doing this stuff. So we're getting – He is a, the villain of the story. He is the villain. We'll get to that scene later in this episode. Mm-hmm. That's the <laughs> – almost the exact scene from Zola that they did. So I like how we see all these shades of him, right? But I guess ultimately, like, I do like Alex Luther with, like, a bigger plan than just steal Lois Lane and destroy Superman. And that's where we are here. Yeah. So yeah. That, I think it, that's what we're getting d- at. <laughs> yeah, despite all his machinations, you're right that he's he's kind of flailing here. Like, he's just, he's improving and pivoting at this point, And it's all, it all feels like a compromise for him. But if he can get the money and get away, then we lose Lois. So, like, there is still... There is still jeopardy. To so, it, so few truly understood him, Matt. True. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever did. Um, have to call out the fact too that the clones are being uh, grown in Bad Brain Johnson's gear from. Oh, is that from the? <laughs> yes. Don't tug on Superman's cape. Don't tug cape. on Superman's cape. <laughs> yep. Um, I also liked that. I kind of like the logic of like, how do you hide from a, a Superman? You don't. You, you need a new body. And that I liked, like, that makes sense. reaction to that. Like, even if you, you know, we all have things on our, about our bodies that we probably don't like and blah, blah, blah. But, like, I'm not going to abandon it for whatever, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Wanda is totally not down for it. Never uh, pictured myself he, as a blonde, but. Yeah, then he manipulates the shit out of her and she's on board all of a sudden. Um, but Asabi, ever the magician, as we know him. <laughs> Is is really worried about it because uh, her great love is is calling to her, and the only way to sever that tie is to make her kill him. So, of her own free will. That goes yes, of her own free will with her own two hands. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Clark and Phoebus are withdrawing the funds, and uh, right away Philip calls Lex and tells him, and Lex is like, "Great, you'll have your payment by the end of the week." And I had a moment for like. You know, fuck Philip, but like he's not getting paid. The poor dude. You <laughs> he's, know? A, he's, a, he's a paper pusher at a bank. Yeah, like, I'll take the Luther money. So <laughs> right, maybe it's like a Joker's favor situation where when Lex eventually comes back, this guy's going after him. You know, <laughs> and I, I oh, do my li- job on the line for you. <laughs> I, I do like. I mean, the, the whole fact that he has this money there that is under Lois's name is smart. Mm-hmm. And like he totally. said in the last episode, it's like, well, I had to have resources that weren't connected to me so I could go get him in these desperate times. So that's why right. we're in this situation. And then and then uh, Lex busts in his full Dr. Light, doesn't he, Matt? <laughs> oh, my God. We get a light bomb attack here. 
which is apparently bright enough to blind Superman. So well, I don't see. I don't think it was. I thought Clark. You don't? I thought okay, Clark let's was. Talk about this. Okay, let's, let's, this is good. We're leaning in. We're yeah. getting serious now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Clark was like, "What's going on?" He saw that everybody else was was being blinded. He's like, "Oh, I better start acting like okay. I'm blind to keep my cover." That's how I read it. Okay, that's fair. I want to rewatch it again, but that, that's <laughs> maybe what's going on. Because like the minute Lex leaves, Superman flies off and stops the bomb and the speaker with Lois's voice going. Can we talk about Lex's Captain Cold visor here really quickly? Like I, I liked seeing him in some gear for a second. We'll never get a power suit on this show, but <laughs> we got something. Yeah, no, he's he's got weapons. You know, he's got accessories. Yeah, so. he's got a big dumb weapon. Yeah, he's he got does. lots of fedoras. You know. Um, yeah, totally. <laughs> Um, also, we have to note in the scene before the light ball attack, um, we get <laughs> Phobos is like, so would it be the worst thing in the world if you never see Lois again? And she gets her second rejection. Yeah, because she, um, she says, it, I look like her. I sound like her. Give me a month and I can be her. Right. And I liked I liked Clark's explanation. I think it was here of just like, I, I love everything she is, everything she thinks, you know, like everything she's ever everything thought. Everything she's like, been through, everything she's experienced. Yeah, that's yeah. the Lois I love. And I'm just like, again, great job finding these moments in this episode for, without that character. For such a silly plot of cloning, I mean, you know, frogs and mm-hmm. eating and all that, right? I think they handle like the existence of a clone and what that means pretty well. I think so too. And I think it helps that it's Superman, but like, there is always kind of respect for this character until the, until she dies and proves Lex right. But um, <laughs> from, 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 you know, from our hero, from Superman, like mm-hmm. there, there, there is always um, uh, time and respect given to her as, as a person, which you might not get in other shows mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Because clones are so often there's disposable plot points and so much right. sci-fi and they're actually giving her the, like, like you said, Superman is the kind of yeah. character who's like, no, this is a, this is a, this is a person and I'm going to treat right. her with the respect it deserves. So like, uh, I think the last scene, it's just like, you just have to find your own life and make your own way and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's sweet. Um, but apparently this was this was one too many rejections for her. Mm. And uh, down in the lair, Lex explains to her that what you were saying before, there's clones that live 100 years and there's clones that live two weeks. And guess what? You're a two-weeker <laughs> and you're a couple days away. And yeah, this is when uh, after the bank, he grabs the money and her and they're down and like under the subway or in the whatever. And I thought, because I didn't really remember this very well. I'm like, oh, is he going to have a house of cards or after he... <laughs> Yeah, that would have been a great like. I do throw like, her on the third rail there and call it a day. Yeah. I like her end and I like all the developments here. But like after she drops the big secret on him, like that would be the most evil thing in the world to do for him to just kill her right after that. And I was like, oh, totally they could have done it. But uh, yeah, she she's freaking out about like, oh wait, no, 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 you can give me more life, right? And he's like, hmm. well, I made you. I suppose I could remake you. Yeah. She's like, okay, well, I got something you want. I got a big secret. And she tells him that, well, it's funny how she, and she reasons it out like a kid, too. She's like, okay, well, you hate this guy, and you hate this other guy, but you hate the same guy. They're the same guy. Clark is Superman. And just just John Shea's, like, his such eye acting from him here, right? It's a close-up. Yep. Eye acting. I like the direction here where, like, the subway train goes by at the same time, and it feels like a flash of lightning. Like, just, like, there's just a lot of sound and, and light input all of a sudden. And he's just, like, immediately into it obviously he's very excited and also gonna you know turn the knife in her a little bit more of like uh great 
thank you. That's so great to know. And by the way, you're still going to die. I'm not going to remake you. You know, like, mm-hmm. good luck. Uh, have a nice week. Yeah, have a Loved nice it. week. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, what are you, 10 asshole. days old? Hmm. Yeah, hmm. Um, what, what a dick. But I, <laughs> I, I just love that, that whole scene. And you're right. It's just... Just plop a camera on John Che's face when he's told that Clark Kent is Superman, and it, <laughs> it worked wonders from me. Um, yeah, because this whole I was waiting for him to figure this out at some point. Because this whole time he's like, "Well, tell your friend Superman," and tell your like, "Come <laughs> a on, lot of Lex, that. yeah, come on, you of all people, Lex." <laughs> it, it is funny with that type of stuff with him. Um, and then back at, at Clark's here, we get a understandably mopey clone mm-hmm. who. Like a kid isn't fessing up right away to what's going on, but it's very sad. Like Martha has to come in and talk to her and like, who you are has nothing to do with how long you're here. And just like a lot of nice. That was good. That's Martha good. Kentisms. Martha stuff. That was some good Martha stuff there. Yeah. And you've been a great friend to Clark. It's like, oh, no, no, no. He yeah. trusts you. Like, oh. Yes. And again, she doesn't come clean here, but uh, uh, you, you can just tell like she is, she's struggling with this. Uh, meanwhile, Lex is buying a gun in the most bizarre scene of this entire thing. Can you explain this to me? There's not a clone me? to be seen. <laughs> Can you explain this nope. to me, Matt? No? Nope. Nope. He goes and meets some military Department of Defense, CIA, is NIA he, Is this character guy. blind? I know, but he's not <laughs> looking at him, and they're both wearing sunglasses, I think. Everybody's in trench coats. He like pops out of a, a dumpster or a trash can. <laughs> like a cover, He's he, Oscar the Grouch. A, a pile of newspapers he emerges from. Yeah. Bizarre. <laughs> and hands him the lamest weapon I've ever seen. Like, oh, you just think so? Big, oh, I, it's such a bummer to me. Like, As being the prop going. guy you are, you were let down by this. I, I love props. But um, yeah, it's all just, it just felt like big. Stupid sci-fi weapon to the point where they reuse this prop later on in the series Ooh. as a totally different gun. That's when you know but you have a generic prop something. when they just reuse yeah, exactly. it. This is exactly. You're right. This is the most weird scene of the, and that's saying a lot for an episode the like this. The tone of it's so odd. Yeah, yeah, because Lex, you know, he's he meets up with this guy, and the guy is a goofball. Like the guy, he I don't. That's why I thought totally. like, is he really blind? Because he opens up the case, he's like, oh, it's gone. And Lex is like, no, it's right there. He's like, oh, you're right. <laughs> Right, but he's not looking, or it's the joke is like you've got sunglasses on at night, asshole. You know, you yeah. can't see. Uh, so yeah, he pulls it. He tests it on a trash can. It like vaporizes it. So. Vaporizes. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like an weapon. atom disperser or whatever. So and the, this is where it's like that would be non-sat, non-sat, not satisfactory. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy's about to walk off, and Lex is like, "Aren't you forgetting something?" He's like, "Oh, you mean how I'm betraying all my morals to my country and lists off all these things?" Right. No, I'm fine with that. And Lex is like, no, your payment. And he's like, oh, payment. yeah. And he takes his wad of $100 bills. And then this this is such a subtle thing, but one of my favorite ones I, of the I episode. The guy, he's a klutz, clearly. It's been a savage. So he starts, like, stumbling like a trash can. You hear the sound effect. And Lex is about to shoot him with the gun. He's like, it's not even worth his time. He just It's, it's just like, what a loss. Yeah, he exactly. shakes, shakes his head. And walks off, not even gonna bother killing him. So weird. Which I'd I'd love to know if that was a John Shea improv. But yeah, just like that saves that the scene. Kind of, that moment saves the scene for me for sure. And seeing Lex like 
like real theatrically put his tiny little coat around this giant gun and walk off. That's but even yeah, more I, conspicuous I just, to have your trench coat wrapped around a totally. giant thing. Yeah. Just bring this gun along. Like no one's gonna know it's no a gun. One's... It looks like a flashlight. Did it not come in a case? Why would he not take it in the case? Matt? Oh my god, get the case. <laughs> Forgot about the case. Doesn't matter. We don't have time to mess with this actor and this dialogue and the case again. You know, like you gotta get moving here. Because back at the lair uh, Asabi is smelling all the smoke and getting ready, and um, I guess the the clones have gotten ready to go, you know, right away here. Bad Brain's gear is getting going, and uh, talking about what their lives are going to be. You know, Wanda and Lex, like what what's going to be their next move? Will we be poets? And she clings on to that. She's like, well, well, maybe I'll be a writer. When you said poet, it made me think of that. I, I liked. Uh, again, I like Lois kind of peeking through here, trying to trying to get past that fire hydrant in her brain <laughs> and come back out. You know, that's totally Lex's fault for mentioning a poet. Oh, totally. He's he's dooming himself here. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and so but Asabi's still really worried about Lois's great love. Yeah, like, Asabi's on it, man. He's like, and Lex's like, I know, I'm gonna kill it. We're gonna bring him here. Uh, and we're gonna don't kill worry him about it. Come <laughs> on, it. I was in the last scene too. <laughs> Just to remind the audience, I guess. But so just just again to understand, they have these clone bodies here, right? Yes. And Asabi is going to use his magic from the Far East <laughs> to understand, to, like it's complicated. To transfer, I don't because his explanation earlier was like he's like, look, your soul is water, and your body is the glass, and you pour the the glass into another a vessel. Vessel. I'm blah, like, blah, blah, that's blah. a very Doc Brown simple explanation, I guess. But so it's true. So, but th- he had a show and tell of a little thing, you know. <laughs> so that's what's happening. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just... Did you doubt it? Were you confused? Vasavi <laughs> no, explained it very... It's such a simple plot, this episode. I don't understand. Like, it's not... Oh. <laughs> yeah, you know... And again, when you transfer the soul, is she not going to be one? Is she just going to be Lois then? Like, that's what you're after? I don't understand. Like, I get, I'm all about body swaps and all. I mean, like, I'm Mr. Sci-Fi over here, right? I, sure. I understand. But it's like, I, don't, I like it when it's a little more <laughs> combined. I'm old school yeah. Lex. I, I get it. If if Smallville didn't have a body swap, you'd have like five seasons of a show. Yeah, know? it's like, half the episodes right there. So yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, right, so okay. Um, All right. Anyway, Phoas is still real bummed. She's back at Clark's place. We're out on the balcony. We spend a lot of time in the balcony mm. this episode. I love being on the balcony. We're never there. Um, Clark is trying to comfort her, and um, like Phoas believes that Clark cares about her. Like that that Martha talk really really hit her where it hurts, I guess, because she's going to confess. And she tells him what's what's going on, and she, like, really leads up to the fact that she told Lex that he's Superman. And for to his acting credit, like, Dean's face shows that, like, he knows before she even says it. Like, mm. as she's gearing up to it. What could he possibly You can just kind of see this horror on his face that, yeah. like, oh, fuck fuck you know um yeah you i know, really liked that that you know, we we talked some crap about the whole like pouty eight-year-old in the first scene but other than that i think on the whole good episode for dean kane acting so yeah, I, 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 good episodes for everybody's acting yeah and I, I, you know like we get a scene in a minute with martha with Kay callen and john shay and i'm like excellent job. Yeah, you know like you right. should do this so before good. you kill him absolutely but this is a this is um, a great moment out there on the balcony like he he's under he's like okay all right we're gonna 
he, we're gonna get through this, right? And then Lex pops in with his gun. <laughs> like, yeah, I hate Luther, and here he is. You know, <laughs> he comes down the ladder or this fire escape or whatever. Yep, climbs in and and is is unhinged, really. Like, is just the villain at this point. Is yeah. reveling in all the pain he's causing. And I love a villain that has a good time doing bad stuff. And that's, that's just him right here. It's great. He, he, the Kents come out, you know, and he's like, Oh, Jonathan, and Martha mm-hmm. Kent. I don't believe we've met. I'm Lex Luthor. <laughs> Such a pleasure. Yeah, exactly. And this, this reminds me so much of the scene from Smallville. One of the most quoted famous scenes is I am the villain of the story is, is yes. they're in the barn uh, and on Smallville and Lex uh, and that, universe shoots jonathan kent right and those are the kids mm-hmm. are there and clark's there and clark's suffering i'm like oh wow they somebody watched this episode before they, before they wrote that it's one. that yeah it is just that scene of like the villain lex luther after all this time coming home to roost and it's really fun for me like i, mm-hmm. I love like how long i feared you and envied you and, and yet i never really knew you i wonder can you beg for your life can he turns the gun on the kents and mm-hmm. he like Superman immediately begs because, of course, he does. He takes Martha as getaway insurance. He shoots Superman. Like, he starts messing with him. Like, he takes his shirt away. And yeah. Like, Thank God that costume is just a millimeter from his skin. Um, that, that's, like, kind of the I, reveal. Like, I know that, that – now you know that I know that who you are and all that. Because yeah. Because it's the Clark with the Superman. So – Oh, it's so good! Like, it just all of it feels so fulfilling. Because this, me is, this, this these are scene. worlds that had never crossed before. All this great Lex Luthor no. stuff so far on the show. Like, it, he never met the Kents, obviously. You know, he ne- he never known never the secret. Went to the Clarks, never went to yeah. Clark's apartment. You know, so it had always <laughs> been. And even the last episode, like, like he, you know, there was a little bit of Clark and Lex, but it didn't last very long. So this right. is this is a great you know way to to pay all this stuff off. I totally agree. Like, it, it, again. If you've got him for as little time as you do, I think they use him very well here. I'm not saying that the plot's necessarily what I would have done, but <laughs> they know that like these are the moments we need. If he knows about it, he has to attack where you live. You know, like mm-hmm. that's what's got to happen here. Um, hits also, Jonathan, like, by the way. Ouch! Hits Jonathan, takes Martha, and like Jonathan recovers quicker than. Clark too. I love that. Like you are right, son. I can't even stand. You know, like that type of. Oh, it's it's good how how effective his strike was here. Um, so much so that they have to send Phoas after him. And I love like follow Luther. Take the cell phone. I'm like, oh hey, 1996. <laughs> look at us with the cell phone. No, um, no, no more. Do they do they not wear beepers anymore? If only, right? Like, when when Lois and Clark first came in on DVD, uh, Lance and I were in college and roommates watching the show and. <laughs> something we used to joke about was just like now where are your beepers yeah because <laughs> we just would say that to each other for no reason <laughs> because perry would tell us a clark that perry would do that where yeah. are your beepers <laughs> thank you early <laughs> 90s for that but yes the cell phone it's fun take, yeah, the, take cell the, phone. the cell phone you'll go and find him she gives him a little kiss on the cheek like she feels bad mm-hmm. like this is truly all her fault um and then we're in the lair with like i said possibly the two best actors on the show or maybe my two favorite performances i don't know but luther and and martha just hanging out and doing the like you know if i had a mother as loving as you i might have turned out to be a better person thank god i didn't have a mother like you you know yep. like that's, yep. that's fun stuff i don't know it's it's cool to see see her wrapped up in this um and then i like him too like he's just tied up clark kent's mother innocent martha kent and he goes into the other room and he like pulls his collar yeah. and he looks disheveled and it's just like, 
Oh, God, oh. Clark kicked my ass. I had a close call with Superman coming. over there, yeah. Yeah, what a dick, yeah. <laughs> he's coming, and you're going to have to shoot him because this is terrible. Just, like, plays it up perfectly yeah. for it. I love I, it. I, again, I like, I like his performance as, as Kent. Um, and yes. sets Lois up, <laughs> sets Wanda up, excuse me, with, with the gun and knows her how to do it. And then real quick, we've got, like, you know, Phoas coming through. The last time, really, she's, she's followed him. She gives Clark a call. Superman shows up. Mm-hmm. And off we go to the finale here. Like, it's been a mile since Superman's been down in the tunnels here. But usually yeah. when Lex is around, that's... that's Especially when he comes back. He's always underground. <laughs> yeah. And even even his voice in the season four, you know? Um, but yeah, it's it's go time. You know, like, Asabi's ready to do the bodies. Superman shows up. Wanda's very confused. Gets the gun and, like has hesitation even even if she believed everything that lex told her which i don't think she did necessarily well, like, even when he shows up he's like want to take a life superman's like it's over luther she's like who's luther because obviously luther? he's been saying he's kent this whole time so that was right and calling her lois and lois you know like that all again and blah 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 um but uh but luther makes it happen and starts like it's a weird effect that they do it but starts really evaporating Superman for a second, yeah. You know? Like you see the chest emblem, like, I'm like break Ooh. apart. I'm like there's only skin this under there, so that's this. Yeah, gross. this is not good. Um, but thankfully, the minute the you know Phoas comes in, tackles him for the gun or whatever, and uh, Clark reconstitutes. Thankfully, right. I re- I really like this with, with Phoas. Okay, like this I is this too. is paying off. That's what I'm saying. Like she is the emotional core of this episode. This is paying off her, her plot. Like, even though she made the wrong choice earlier, she redeems herself here by literally... Superman would have died <laughs> if she not right. interfered. Like, Wanda's back there like, oh, okay, I guess I'm going to let him shoot him, right? And and, and right. Phoas is like, no! And it comes in, and that's like, all right, good for you, Phoas. To err is to human. To grow is to better human. You know, there like, you that's, what, that's what she's doing here. Um, and, but then, like, we didn't talk about this line earlier, but it's the scene where... Um, uh, she tells uh, Lex that he's Superman, and Lex tells her that she's gonna die anyway. Like I loved his line of like, "You w- will like be forgotten faster than you lived," and it's so true. Like it's a very mm. tragic end to this character where like she does you know kind of give her life for for Lois and Clark here, and uh, and is very quickly forgotten by the plots of the show. But, oh, as as is the way. On broadcast TV. That's the way. So, yeah. Uh, oh, but you know, another Lex line, of course, you know, our, our entire notes could just be everything John Jay says, but when he totally. eventually takes the gun away from, from Wanda, he's like, I oh. love you, but never get in my way between me and something yeah. I want. <laughs> Learn this now. Yeah, yeah, that's what he says. Learn this now. <laughs> Amazing. And then, yeah, you're right. Then they then they struggle for the gun. And, uh, and then, like, you know, uh, a beam comes down, whatever, the, the whole subway, sewer, wherever we are is collapsing. And Lex wants to take Lois with him, like mm-hmm. Wanda, you know, like grabs onto her. And like his character is just kind of like all wishy-washy for me here, where like he turns on her and like, don't stand between what I want. And then almost to prove a point to Superman, like, see, I'm not just a dick. <laughs> let's, let's Lois go. How like, little yeah. you understood me. So oh, few did. How, how little anyone ever did. Yes. You think I couldn't love. There you go. Yeah. I, I love it here. But, well, even Superman's like, John Shay. Superman's like, you want me to beg again? And I'm like, okay. I loved that. Too. Yeah. It's all really, 
It's Ooh, a good ending for this. For nice. this, I just wish you know. And coming back to your point at the beginning, I wish there was a Road Lois in here somewhere. Right, that would have made this because if that's the core three, right? It's like, well, you have Wanda <laughs> observing all. That's this. the weird thing. That's I hadn't. Yeah, there's this really coming home now that we're, we're, we're analyzing because there's some great Lex and Superman stuff here, but Wanda's in the yeah. middle of it. Because like Terry's in the scene on the balcony too, but Lois isn't there, so it yeah. doesn't feel. As epic as right. it might otherwise, yeah, but, but yeah, exactly. It's, Luther is brought down by his own designs, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, and they have that like kind his of, own hubris. You yeah, know, he takes Superman out as Superman's trying to save everybody and hold up the beam and blah yeah. blah blah. I believe it. I believe this Luther would do that, you know, or any Luther totally. really. Never and um, <laughs> learn this now. And then they have that one shot of him just kind of laying there to kind of like, okay, he's he's still there. He's definitely he's not moving. He's, and then the building collapses, and yeah, so Lex dies here. Lex dies here. This is the, this is the canon, as it stands, death of John Shays. Okay, because I, I know his. Okay, we're talking all around it, but like like his voice we comes back. <laughs> yes. So apparently, between between this scene and the scene where he's told about it, he takes the time to record a message to his long lost son that Superman and Clark Kent are the same person. Uh, played by Henry Small from Smallville, right? Played by, okay. yes, Patrick Cassidy, but not really played by the other guy in that episode because Patrick Cassidy was just an actor who was hired. Oh. All right. Spoilers. I'll have to be on that episode, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll bring you back for the end of the Leslie Luckaby storyline for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, that's a, that's a curtain for John Shea. It's yes, a, that, that's, a, that's a final bow there. That's a series wrap on John Shea on camera here. Um, I love to like they're they're escaping and Superman, Lois, Wanda, whoever the fuck she is, she gets hit in the head. Like we show her get hit in by the a head. rock by rubble. Yeah, yeah, which is TV for amnesia's over. You know, like there you go. But then it's like but, even more whatever amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> but despite all that, you know, the three of them go running. Oh, from also, Phyllis Phyllis got Martha out of there too. Untied Lois, her. Yeah, told told Superman where where Martha is. Yeah, and untied her. Uh-huh. Uh, but I love I love tough as fucking nails martha kent here of like you know lois got hit in the head with like i'm fine yeah, go. go she's coughing but she's just yeah. like i'll take a taxi i'll meet you at the hospital whatever you know like i'm cool take care of it and then we get like i've got nothing to say about this wrap-up scene but we get to the hospital and she's had yeah we we get to we and... we get to general hospital <laughs> yes <laughs> You know the doctors out there talking to clark and like well she's have quite a few uh head trauma and blah 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 and and it's just this—it's this really strange reveal. I'm like, I am legally, I'm your, I'm her husband, <laughs> right? I mean, so you think it would be a different great point conversation here? Wow! Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've never thought of that before. <laughs> it's just like, no, legally, she was a clone. But you're absolutely right. Yeah, because everybody—I mean, I'm sure there's some paperwork somewhere. Obviously, they. I'm not sure what the, the exact... They we'll, both we'll get there. signed the marriage certificate, They did. Like, is this good and yes. old? I don't know. But, we'll, I don't, we'll, yeah. you know, they get married again one day, but... <laughs> Interesting. Uh, but, yeah, we, they wheel Terry out with even shorter hair than it seemed. Like, it's, the, it's a very versatile hairdo that she has because it looks different in every scene. But she comes out and she's just completely blank and doesn't know. Yeah, because cause like Wanda. First it's no hopeful. Reaction. Yeah, first it's hopeful because yeah. there's no reaction to Wanda. She's like, oh thank God, Lois. Uh oh, and she's she's not there. She's completely amnesic. Yep, amnesiac. Whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, and that's how we end 
what was for most of it a pretty epic episode yeah of lois and clark i agree i agree i it's all so baffling to me. So, like, let's check in with the um, the ratings here. The first episode of this arc, I now pronounce you, was 21.2 million, which is damn near a series high. 22.3 was the highest the series ever got with Ultra Woman. So, like, you know, the campaign worked. Like, people tuned in for what they thought was going to be a wedding. Uh, the next episode, we lost 2 million people. 19.8. But you know what? Every single one of those eyeballs stuck around for the next week to see how this ended with 19.8 again Wow! for seconds, which is kind of impressive to me that like people felt like it was the, you know, last week was definitely the empire of this trilogy <laughs> and, uh, and maybe they're going to bring it in for a satisfying ending, but uh, we'll, we'll take a look at how the ratings fall. <laughs> after this episode but i liked that it sustained what it had from the last episode and people were interested to see how this like story ended you know you give people john shea they're gonna come back for more john shea so a hundred percent um so looking on the scale from one to ten i know excuse me so let me ask you some questions here okay zach um what was for this episode, the best use of Superman, in your opinion? Hmm. Use being like a scene or like a, an activity he. It can <laughs> be a scene or an activity. Like I, I leave it up to the guests to Ooh. interpret that. Um. I mean, I just like that that first scene with him and Lex because it like defines yeah. that. Even though it's not, it's kind, of, it's even though it doesn't apply to those two versions of this character of these characters, since Lex is gone now, like the whole, like you complete me thing. Like that's them, right? That's Batman and the Joker. We're destined to do this forever. Dark Knight, same situation, right? (laughs) Like like, these characters can't continue, but we're speaking to the greater overall of the, uh, of the character. So, so just them to that confrontation was great. So totally. That's like definitely what it's, what it's, um, that's going to win all the categories of things you asked me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, just for argument's sake, I'll say the best use of Superman was, I mean, I liked, I liked your headcanon. I liked Clark faking, you know, that the, the light ball actually had an effect on him. I'll, mm. I'll, I'll go with that. Okay. Also just the, the pure willpower that after his, he'd been shot by this gun that like destroyed everybody, he's still going to keep going and do the best he can. You know, like mm-hmm. there's... You know, he's he's not Batman, but there is still something to be said for that. See, character. you know what? And I just thought yeah, about that mention, mentioning that that that's that happens. This happened to Lex twice now. Both times he's died is because he's weak in Superman, like with Kryptonite in the season one. Totally, finale, and that's why he couldn't save him. Like you know, fly up and save him. And yeah. then this, he's been weakened by the guns. So that's why he can't lift the stuff and carry him out of there. So mm-hmm. way to go, Lex. And then he stopped him when he was trying to. Like it's just all his own petard that he's hosted mm-hmm. by here, hosted. Hoisted by here. Hosted by his own petard. Yep, thank you. Um, was this a good episode for Clark? This is a great episode for Clark. I really yeah, I really loved his interactions and his emotional maturity with uh Folis. Uh, mm-hmm. and I you know, we, we I've heard you guys joke about it and I, I agree, like Clark can be emotionally mature. <laughs> Over the course of this show. Again, it starts with Mopey Superman, and it's just like, dude, wake up. Yeah, you know? we think that's what we're going to end for again, but no, I think uh, this is an no. excellent episode for Clark. Agreed. Um, 
Was it a good episode for Lois? Like, well, there no, is no Lois. It's a good episode it's, for Phyllis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. that's not that's not the character. You know, that's not it's the character. Not, yeah, so. exactly. And was it a good episode for Superman? Again, for that scene alone. Mm-hmm. And then, the, and then the Lex and the end. Yeah, you know, the okay. confrontation at the end. Like, you want me to beg? Like, you're gonna leave? You're, you yeah. say you love her. You're just gonna keep her down here and let her die? Like, and let the her balcony. Live. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't get to do like big Superman stuff. I, I guess he. You know, flies into that stock into that footage building. of the building collapsing. Yeah, yeah. clear, clear but, stock footage. Oh, obviously, with just the little, pshew, you know, the blur going in. Um, but all right, on a scale from one to ten, Zach, moment of truth. What are you rating seconds? Hmm. You know, I'm gonna have to give it an eight point five. Like, okay, I uh, it's a little off because of the lack of Lois, like we've been talking about, and the whole Wanda thing. I mean, yeah. if one for if they if they yeah. if they had kind of figured that out, this would be a ten for real. Because like this is this is what I want. Like you have Lex figuring out the secret, Superman confrontations, Clark family. But like I I just in good conscience cannot give it a ten or even a nine because just the way Lois is here. Yeah. Um, eight point seven talk- five. Do we do that? Maybe I can do that. Yeah, sh- whatever you want. <laughs> eight point seven five. Um, so. You talked me down out of the nine because oh. the show because the the first name in the bill is not here. You know, like Terry's getting a lot to do, but like I miss Lois for this episode. So yeah, I guess you're right. Eight point seven five. Let's let's go with that. Yeah, okay. It was much more fun when Lois was Lois and tied up by Lex and like actually being held captive. Than this Wanda bullshit. Oh, that so. was yeah, the last episode, right? Like that was the oh, episode that is, before. That was so Lex out of you know the one we know here. Oh, Her yeah. reactions to it was so inclined there. Like I think you know this was last. Oh, week, you but finishing school girls? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, you were going to marry me, so clearly you're flexible. <laughs> you know, so like, you're flexible. It's <laughs> good stuff. So yeah, I, I, and I have, I have no idea what I gave um you know uh, the Phoenix back in the day. Oh, who knows? Uh, you know, th- I think that was probably around a, a nine or a, maybe I gave it a ten. I don't know. That's like, that's ancient podcasting that's, yeah. for the two of us. But so whenever we'll whenever Lex know. is around, that that brings it up to another level. Uh, yeah, agreed. But but you got like you said, man. Like Lowe's is the first name on the, <laughs> the title on the marquee. So and yep. this, that ending brings it down. That the the soap opera. Yeah, ending. Oh, that's like that's I, why I, I can't give it any don't higher. Count it. You know, like I, I I have no idea what my grades will be for the next episode, but Jesus Christ, um, dude, that brings us to the end here, like to the end of John Shay. It's oh, such a bummer that John he's Shea. not going to be in the episode, the, the, you know, podcast anymore. Um, but we'll have to like reach back, and I want to do some season one stuff. Um, my girlfriend, for one, has seen like random episodes of this show now, but mm. I'm like, let me show you a good one and make you come to the podcast you know so like maybe we'll have to reach back for it oh yeah i'm down to talk about season one whenever as you know that's my that's my favorite season but i mean as i will say this okay like there's not such a clear like well with season one there's everything else like yeah that was kind of my understanding and my thoughts going into all this but no there's definitely other things to appreciate in these other seasons look at this i I, uh i really and hey the, the tempest is great like there's John Shea, and thank there's, you, and there's Lane Davies. Like I, I had heard about Tempest for years, right? And I'm like, eh, you mm-hmm. know, fantastic. Like so, he is. There's no question. Like he is the number two villain on the show, uh, right after John Shea's Lex Luthor, and he comes back more. We have more to maybe look I'll have to. Yeah, maybe I'll have to force you back into uh, doing my favorite episode, Tempest Fugitive, again, because I want to do something for that episode again because I just love it so much. Okay. So maybe we'll have to do a, 
uh, round table or something. I'm so glad to hear you say that because friend of the show in real life, Lauren Wynn just like does not feel the Tempest love. And I'm like, is it just people that are diehard for the show? But no, no, I, I really do it. Like there's, there's certain, like even in his last one, just a few episodes ago, mm-hmm. uh, Tempest, anyone, yeah. Tempest, anyone, yeah. Tempest, anyone. And, and he looks different and all that, right? He doesn't have the berries in his yeah. suit, but, but it's like, weir- I, it's weird. It it? Is, but there's just something about like when these actors are here, they get it. Like I can watch that guy do that character in any situation. And it's, it's very entertaining. It just works. So I, you know, there, totally. there's definitely, although, you know, I'm on record saying one season one's still my favorite and all that. There's definitely a lot of good stuff here in these later seasons. Now, I don't know yep. about season four yet. We'll get there, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Tempest comes back a bunch. Mm-hmm. Two of the episodes are great. One of them is not. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, but we'll get to that then. Next week, we've got Christine Bartolucci coming back. We are going to open a big bottle of wine and get through the amnesia arc together. Um I like, you know, COVID being what it is at this point, might even have her come over and do a live podcast for the first time in forever. So mm-hmm. look forward to that, folks. But till then, Zach, are you online anywhere? I'm here or there. I got a few things working. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at MoronZach. That's M O O R E O N Z C H. I'm also the host of Always Hold On to Smallville, where we talk about each and every episode of that Young Superman show. And you can find us on Twitter at Always Smallville with one S. Matt's over there all the time. Uh, he's over on our Patreon over there all the time. We're talking about we talked about Birds of Play Having last year. We're talking time. about the Flash now. So all kinds of good stuff. Uh, so you can you can uh, sign up for our Patreon and hear Matt and I geek out at least once a month over there. Uh, mm-hmm. And then yeah, then I'm a host of another couple of podcasts. I do with some friends over at the United Federation of Podcasts. Got one called Franchise Fatigue. We talk about movies. I'm one called Sasquatch. We talk about Bigfoot. So uh, I got a couple of good friends over there. That <laughs> I have not listened to that. I've heard you plug it a few times, but I'm like, I, I got to get into this. Just check it out. Just check it out. It's it's okay. So like fan sh- and like I really want to stress that too. We talk about always hold on to Smallville all the time on the show, but <laughs> like franchise fatigue is wonderful and it helps you rewatch or watch for the first time sequels or whatever that gives, gives you a reason never, to yeah <laughs> never fucking bother with, um like. What is the dynamic of the Sasquatch podcast? So, so, so yeah, so, so, so Franchise with Tia, I do with my friend Brandon Shaman Hill. Like, he kind of drives that one of the franchises. Yes. So, and then uh, the other podcast, Sasquatch, I do with my friend Ken Tripp. And him, him and I were the co-hosts of Standard Orbit on Trek FM for years. Okay. Know? And so we just, you know, want to keep talking about something. Uh, so we've, we've both had an interest in, you know, the, the just the Bigfoot, just the more of the cultural phenomenon of it. You know, we're not there okay. analyzing, you know, footprints and stuff. <laughs> you know, we're just we're talking about, you know, documentaries that have been about it, you know, movies, you okay. know, schlocky movies, uh, you know, so, a, an occasional book. We just did a book called uh, Devolution. <laughs> uh, it's actually written by Max Brooks, who is Mel Brooks's son. Uh, yeah, they're I making that name. they're yeah. making a movie out of it coming. It's this guy who wrote World War Z. They're making a movie about it coming in the next year or two. Um, That's why I know that. Name and too. it was yeah. uh, it was it was a Kinnaman recommended me this book forever, and I and so I finally listened to the audiobook recently, and it was it was really great. Like I really enjoyed. Yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna say like World War Z is a fucking fantastic yeah. book. Like I, I I would read that just yeah. for the hell of it, and then listen to cool. dot com. But and they, you know, yeah, great. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, that, that's where we, we come to with it. You know, we're, we're just, you know, uh, twice a month, have, ha, have a lot of fun. We, we call it a, a fun filled, you know, podcast about <laughs> Sasquatch yeah. adventure. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's lighthearted, uh, but a good excuse for us to still podcast together and talk about something that, that we really didn't know that we both had kind of a, a, a shared interest in. 
Yeah, uh, interesting. So, how deep do you go in Sasquatch? Like, do you know who, what who took this footage and who took this photo and that type of thing? There are certain things that are just legendary in in, yeah. the, in the Bigfoot realm. Like, there's the the Patterson Gimlin film, which is the famous one when you see Bigfoot That's turn the towards the thing, lumbering. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Kind of turns and. and looks at the camera and turns off famously what Fox Mulder is masturbating to in an episode of X-Files. Yeah. That, that is the, the general consensus that, that he's in a hotel mm-hmm. room, just having a good time watching Bigfoot. Uh, <laughs> that's the X-Files deep cut. Well done. Love uh, that. But uh, yeah, the, the, but there are certain like names become like names of re- researchers. And sometimes I use that term loosely uh, that like have become, that they've yeah. become infamous. You know, like, oh, well, so-and-so, here's some stuff from them. Oh, okay. Like, we just did one about a a, a documentary that, that I had never seen before called Discovering Bigfoot from a few years ago. It okay. is the most blatant, just falsehood of a documentary I've ever seen. <laughs> like, <it laughs> oh, is... that's fun, too. Oh, that's a great angle for the podcast, too. <laughs> just, like, some of these people are earnest and think something's happening, and mm-hmm. some of these people are full of shit. Like, <laughs> I thought... When I was started watching, I'm like, "Oh, these are reenactments. Oh, these are these are supposed to be these are the footage. Oh, huh? so that's what we're that's what I, <laughs> that's what that is. So anyway, that's a little flavor. I don't talk about. It. I, you know, you're, you're right. We haven't really gone much in depth about that, but that's what that that's that podcast's all about. And I really, you know, cool. I, po- I do so many podcasts. You know, as you, as you know, like I do the small thing. I do all the spinoff things on our Patreon. But the reason mm-hmm. I do those two on UFP is because I'm just I've become really good friends with those guys over the years, and just a good uh, way to like you know keep keep the conversation going with them. Just a fun passion totally. project. So totally, man. Well, well, congratulations on all those. I I'm sorry. I've not listened to the Bigfoot one, but now I now it's I fine. have to. So it, it, they're short wait. too. They're not like two hour monsters like some of our podcasts. God can bless. Be, so. too. Yeah, <laughs> every once in a while we're talking like need forty minutes, minute you know, max. So Great, that's what we're looking for. Great, I'm into it. Um, so everybody, check Zach out on all of his many podcasts <laughs> and social medias. Um, you can always reach out to. Oh, Zach, I wanted to bring this up. Always reach out to me um, via the email or on Facebook or Instagram or something like that. Just like Rosie did the other day. Shout out to Rosie. Uh, Very nice to hear from you. Um, But she brought up a question that we've touched on here in the podcast, but I don't think I've ever really addressed um, as far as like the wider world of Superman. Why does he wear the glasses when he first comes to Metropolis? In my head, it's always been like it's made him feel, A, it's made him feel a little more normal, like he's blending a little bit better even before being Superman. And B, it's always been a, like, there's a flaw that he can point to in himself to allay any suspicions somebody might have of him. You know, like like in Smallville, if if Tom Welling wore glasses and... When did that happen, like, How did you see it? Just like, yeah, I know. Like, it's that that type of idea, though. But, like, is there... Is there an in-canon reason in the comics that he starts wearing glasses that I don't know about? There's one I really don't like. Uh, about like he, Zatanna? yeah, like oh, she put a spell on the glasses so people see different. Right. Like I hate that. I do not like that at all. I don't know if that's very Silver Age. Like I, yeah, yeah but it's probably but been also, crisis like, out. So that's good. Probably, um, yeah. I don't think. But I think says, your point but... about like him just trying to fit in, also like trying to control his X-ray or heat vision. You know, I think maybe that's, that's been occasionally that's been mentioned. Um, I kind of like that. The um the explanation we get for spider-man's costume in civil war just like there's there's too much input for me so i just kind of have to like narrow the field a little mm-hmm. bit i like that too I, but I, yeah i couldn't when she asked me that i'm like 
I've got my own bullshit headcanon answers, but I don't know if there's a comic thought to that. So yeah. thank you, Rosie, for for that. That's a, that's a that little, talk. That's a but, good. That's a good question. There's not like go-to answer like there is for a lot of the. Well, red yeah, kryptonite exactly. and green kryptonite. Like, right, exactly. <laughs> Just makes you apathetic. But now, yeah. Um, anyway, if somebody knows something that we don't, please reach out and uh, I'll talk about it months from now when uh, I record that. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- love a Clark um, who wears glasses, though. So Yeah, amen. Uh, with that said, Zach, thank you for joining me. I'll see you again in Smallville or in Central City real soon i'm sure it's just it's just a small town right outside the city matt so he'll be there in 30 minutes <laughs> so or less. i hear <laughs> uh but for lois and clark i've been matt truex i've been zach moore folk off everybody Whoa. Whoa.